Hey, Nachow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. Guess you could say that we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. <laughs> How are you? How's it going? I'm exhausted. You're exhausted? I, I had such a hard time watching this movie this week because for anyone who doesn't know, we, we record a week ahead and we're trying to watch this movie while like the White House is being looted. Yeah, the Capitol. Yeah, uh, the Capitol. And yeah, I mean, White House, the Capitol, either way, uh, very hard to focus on anything that's not the news right now. I know. I was like, I want to go back to my phone, but I have to finish this movie. Well, you know, <laughs> you could watch the news on the TV, but then you could take a break from the TV to watch the news on your phone, right? But then you take a break from your phone to watch the news on the computer. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I watched the live stream the entire time it was happening, and then I watched the news the rest of that night, and then... Thursday and Friday was just on this movie and I was just like oh my god I can't focus but you know what else what's wild at least for me I don't know if if this was it for you but I saw a headline that said the Capitol had been breached and then I was like oh that's weird and then I like went back to work and then my dad texted (laughs) the family he's like are you guys watching the news and then we're like no so we turned the news on and then I was like oh yeah like I don't know why for some reason it just didn't register what breached the Capitol meant So I was like, oh, cool. It's just another day. Whatever. No, I feel the same. I, I was working and then all of a sudden I checked a message and I was like, what? And then so I was like, all right, let me turn on the news, see what's going on. And then I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, what is happening? What is this nonsense? So um, day I'm a one. Patriot. <laughs> I was going to say day one of the apocalypse. Did we survive? <laughs> Um, what a time yeah so my friend and i my friend from spain we were talking and he was like telling me about spain's civil war Mm -hmm. wow how on the nose for this movie and and then all of a sudden we're watching this movie and i'm like this is about the civil war in spain what (laughs) i thought this was gonna be a movie in a fantasy world it's yeah it's guillermo yeah that's what I thought, too. Anyway, we're watching Pan's Labyrinth, yes. talking about a transition. Yeah. Very smooth. You got there without me even knowing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know I was going there. <laughs> but um, yeah, tell me more. I'll tell you more about this? Yes. Well, I had a brain fart, and I thought it was the one with David Bowie, uh-huh. but that's just Labyrinth, not, okay, okay. not Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> it makes more sense that you would have wanted to watch that one. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to watch this one. Me, too. Because, like, Guillermo del Toro is, like, the king of the monster movies, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the man. And I was like... The man, the myth, the legend. So, I mean, we were going to watch this movie regardless. Right. (laughs) It just happened sooner than we thought it would. Yeah. (laughs) But I was still really excited to watch this one. And I've seen the the monster guy with the eyeball hands and, like, fan art and pop culture references. Mm -hmm. So I expected him to be a bigger part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I was like, why are, do people not freak out about the other guy more? Right. Because I loved the other character. The other thing, too, is that um, I thought it was going to be more scary because of the, the guy with the hands. Yeah. You know, like, it was a 2006 movie. So I don't know. What, this movie looked really good. Really good. Really good. Um, but in high school, I remember my Spanish teacher wanted to show us a scene from this movie, I think, or, like, watch the movie. And I forget what happened, but we didn't end up watching it. I know my sister watched it in her Spanish class. So yeah. then I remember, like, seeing some of the artwork, and I was like, oh, that's going to be scary. So I didn't want to watch it from that. Because <laughs> uh, you know how I feel about horror movies. Yeah. Um, so I've also avoided it, but I've also always wanted to see it because I know, like, it's just, it's pain labyrinth so like it it has the <laughs> reputation so i was like i need to watch it but also like it's scary yeah you know it, it, i mean i jumped a lot yeah i got scared a bunch 
my my favorite thing is with um spain spanish espana i love when they lisp mm. they do a lisp and i think it's so cute <laughs> the only thing i know or that i like knew of spain from high school was our spanish teacher i think freshman sophomore year she was from spain or she like spent a lot of time in spain loved her she was so fun she's the one that introduced us to the one semester of spanish spanish love song yes do you remember that yes we still sing that senorita como te llama (laughs) but she she would always say that in spain i think it was in spain that they would always like rub their two fingers together and go juntos To like make fun, like if somebody's like together, you know, yeah, like a couple, yeah, like so how we would do like K I S S I. But who knows? It's so much more like concise. It's so I cute. appreciate that one way more. It sounds so cute, and yeah. it's like less embarrassing, right? It's yeah, so adorable, and it's not a full ass song. <laughs> yeah, sitting in a tree. K yeah. yeah, that's too long. That's that's too much effort. If you want to tease somebody, you can't. That's that's a commitment. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing um, that I knew before this movie was again that it was in Spanish, so I always get nervous watching foreign language movies for our podcast because i'm like oh no i can't miss any plot but then i gotta watch the movie then i gotta read the subtitles but i can't miss any plot and then i'm like overtaking notes because i'm like oh what if i miss something yeah i rewind a lot yeah and then i'm like <laughs> like watching uh, an english-speaking movie i'm like oh i could just summarize it i know what they're saying and then for some i just overcompensate so much for foreign language films <laughs> but it's it's the situation we created for ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's it's our own fault. Yeah, really. Oh, and also, if you haven't watched this movie and you're listening to this podcast episode, cut pause it off now. This. Pause this. So many spoilers. Yeah, pause this. Go watch that movie and then come back because, like, I'm someone who doesn't mind spoilers. And honestly, you'd be doing yourself a disservice yeah. if you spoiled this movie because it is so. We're going to do this movie a disservice. Yeah. Summarizing <laughs> it. I feel like. I loved this movie. It was so good. It was so good. And I feel like I'm not even going to be able to explain it correctly. No, you can't. Nobody can share the mind of Guillermo. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's just like you just know it's Guillermo. I think you're like, all right, cool. Like, there's no way I can explain that. Yeah. It's Guillermo. You know, like a Guillermo kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I give you a synopsis? Yes. And that's original synopsis. Uh, of course. Nine-ish-year-old Ophelia and her pregnant and sick mom Carmen move in with military captain asshole while fascists <laughs> control Spain. Ophelia meets a fairy and has to complete three tasks to return to her rightful throne as the princess of the underworld, which is an improvement from the fascist above-round world. <laughs> and that's the summary. Huge improvement. Yep. It's such a big, you know? <laughs> so then, again, speaking about um, foreign language um, films... We open on some text, so now I have to read and translate. <laughs> but we open, it says, Spain, 1944, the Civil War has ended. Hidden in the mountains, armed men are still fighting the new fascist regime. So then we see a little kid on the ground crying with blood coming out of their nose, except that it's in reverse, so that blood is going back in the nose. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'll start off strong. <laughs> Love that. It was a very cool visual. Yeah. Then there's a voiceover that says that a long time ago in the underground realm where there are no lies or pain lived a princess who dreamt of the human world. She dreamed of blue skies and soft breezes and the sunshine. You know, all the pretty stuff of the above ground world. And we see the underground city and it's so cool it's looking. It's so cool. It's like all carved into stone. Uh, I guess that would be the, would that be the mantle? Because <laughs> we're on the crust. Oh yeah, it would be. Right? Unless they're it's still the underside of the crust. <laughs> Unless they're traveling all the way down into the core. That's a lot of stairs. of which, I saw this TikTok, and I don't know if I believe it yet, which I do kind of believe, but they said that the Earth's layers are just a hypothesis. 
I believe like it. We've never, pro- I mean, I've, it makes sense that we've never proven it, but then like, the way that she just angled it, I was like, <gasps> stop talking to me. <laughs> it's like everything that you know, you know, you don't know anything that you know. Science is a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> anyway, the earth is flat <laughs> and you can walk from one end to the other. Of course. <laughs> so the voiceover comes back. Uh, the girl is running through this underground world. She goes up some stairs. And then the voiceover says that one day she eluded her keepers and escaped, escapade. Yes. So once she was outside, the sun blinded her and erased all of her memory. So she forgot everything where she was, who she was. And then her body suffered the cold and sickness and pain. And eventually she died. Yes. So- and the king believed her soul would return in another body at another time. And he would wait for her until the end. That's a lot of patience. Oh, man. That's a lot of love. That's a lot of love and patience. (laughs) Yeah. So we go from all this to a girl named Ophelia. Love that. Yeah. She's reading this story in a storybook. And I was like, is she reading the story we just heard? Oh. Wow. That would be so cool. You never meet people with the names of like Shakespearean characters. Yeah. You just don't. And the way they pronounce it is just so cute. Ophelia is such a pretty name. Yeah, it really is. Also, for people like me, I just had to remind myself because I'm not as into Shakespeare as you are. Ophelia is a Shakespearean character from Hamlet. (laughs) And she is a young noblewoman from Denmark, the daughter of Polonius sister of la i can't read these words laters <laughs> la- lartes <laughs> and the potential wife of hamlet who due to hamlet's actions ends up in a state of madness and ultimately leads to her drowning yeah wow hamlet's a mess <laughs> hamlet is a mess <laughs> but yeah Ophelia is moving to the countryside with her pregnant mom, Carmen. Mm-hmm. We learn right away she's a bookworm. Yes. And all she and has- mom is making fun of her. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> a lady reading? Ugh. Ugh. How unbecoming. You better unlearn those letters. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, why'd you bring all those books? We're going to be outdoors. And then I'm like, damn, mom, call her a nerd already. Yeah. Jeez. What is she supposed to do outdoors? Right. <laughs> Twiddle her thumbs in the grass? Yeah. I'm going to go play in the dirt. Right. And then now mom is <laughs> mom is like, you're too old to be really reading all these fairy tales and filling your head with that nonsense. And I was like, mom, slap her in the face. What are you doing? Yeah, she's a child. Yeah. Let, her, let her enjoy this. Wow. And then, <laughs> and then mom immediately feels nauseous because like the baby, she's got a lot of baby sickness. And I was like, that's immediate karma, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> for now. I, but, yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand the context in which I was making fun of mom at this point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because, oh, you know. We like mom, but we, we do like mom. <laughs> she she has all these cars pull over, and I was like, "Damn, are they rich? Like, what's going on?" Yeah, mom is powerful. Mom's relieving herself, and because uh, she's nauseous, Ophelia gets out of the car and walks around. And I just love this shot because we go from the top of the trees to behind her, and there's all these things floating in the air. They're like sparkly, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh my god, oh. It's so pretty." Ophelia finds a neat rock and picks it up. And I was like, you gotta. When you're in the woods and you see a cool looking rock. I used to collect so many rocks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I still do. You do. I'm like, oh, that one's smooth. (laughs) Pocket that one. Yeah. So she finds this weird rock. And she then finds a fun statue on the side of the road. And it has a statue. (laughs) It's got a huge chunk from the eye area missing. Yes. And Ophelia sees that her rock matches and puts it into the statue. And then a bug jumps out of the statue's mouth, and I jumped. So far. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's that kind of movie, huh? Okay, Guillermo. (laughs) Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, me too. I was like, a bug coming out. I got to end this movie right now. I can't finish it. (laughs) I should have warned you. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> then mom calls her back and uh she tells mom that she saw a fairy and mom's like i don't give a fuck yeah and i was like damn mom get in the car yeah <laughs> you stupid books <laughs> so then she tells ophelia that when they get to their destination she's to call the captain father and ophelia's like Ooh, i'd Ew, rather not yeah so then the fairy comes and lands on a nearby tree as they get in the car and we just see that whatever this woodland creature is is watching ophelia yes so then they get to their destination whoever's receiving them it's like hmm 15 minutes late huh <laughs> calm down she's pregnant leave her alone yeah. <laughs> find out mom's name is carmen yes and the dude who i assume is the captain greets her and then has her get in a wheelchair even though she's fine and then he's like just do it for me man <laughs> for what he's very bossy yeah yeah and uh ophelia meets the captain because i guess her mom just married a man without them meeting i guess so yeah so she offers her hand to shake with but she used the wrong hand, so he's a dick about it. He's such a dick about it. Meanwhile, she's holding a pile of books. Just take her fucking hand. Right. <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, she puts out her left hand, and then he's like, oh, it's the other hand. He, like, squee. Then yeah. he grabs it and, like, squeezes it from the knuckles. Yeah. That hurts. Like, that's, that hurts. Ugh. So Ophelia sees the bug from earlier, and it drops all her books to go and chase it. Yes. She ends up at the some... Bug. Yes. The bug, the fairy? Yes. Bug fairy. So she ends up with some ruins and some spooky music plays. And Mer- Here it comes. Yeah, Mercedes shows up behind her to yes. explain that the ruins are labyrinth. And Mercedes is like one of the helpers. She's like the, the lead helper lady. Yeah. Also, I learned that both me and my phone cannot spell labyrinth. I, I cannot spell labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I think I'm missing a letter. <laughs> I still cannot spell it. I It took us two hours to watch this movie. Couldn't spell it. Yeah. Whoops. Watched all the subtitles. Can't spell it. Yeah. <laughs> Never like learned. Close enough. There's just like an extra Y and an I in there. Yeah. That I don't think belongs in there. <laughs> you know? But either but yeah. way. <laughs> uh, Mercedes warns Ophelia to just not go in there in case she gets lost. And Ophelia walks away with Mercedes. And we learn that the captain is not her real dad. Her no. real dad died in the war. Yes. He's a Sad. tailor who died. And at first I read it as traitor. <laughs> so then I was like... So I was like, you're bragging about your dad being a traitor. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but, okay, whatever. Either way, she's just saying that that's not my dad. And I'm like, let him know that yeah. he's an asshole already. But I was like, Mercedes looks like she's going to protect Ophelia. And I'm about her right now. And I love her already. I really like Mercedes. As a character, she's like top tier for me now. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. Yeah. So we spot the bug at the Arch of the Ruins watching Ophelia walk away. And yes. you know, it was just like, ah, oh, come on. She was right there, man. Damn. <laughs> so then we cut to some general saying that the gorillas are deep in the woods gorilla warfare yes. as in people and not actual gorillas that would be horrifying just to get out oh of those woods <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? could you imagine i would what never i would there? never <laughs> so the dude says that it's hard to track them since they know the area better than these guys do so the plan is to cut them off and set up three different command posts so we like kind of mark out where that's going to be and mercedes is there looking over taking a peek and i'm like oh mercedes i like you a little more <laughs> i can see where you're going yeah so then we find out that food and medicine will be kept at this place at this post the mill I don't know what it's called. And it's just important that they make sure that none of the, the supplies gets out to the gorillas by accident. Yes. So then Mercedes is still there kind of sneaking over. And then um, they're like, hey, Mercedes, can you uh, go get me something? And she's like, fuck, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, the, totally. ca- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the captain's always bossing her around. Yeah. So annoying. We then meet Dr. Ferrero. He's taking care of Carmen and she's not doing very well. No. And being pregnant is probably uncomfortable enough. And I can't imagine being ill on top of it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And having to travel that late in pregnancy? Yeah, I didn't How realize... How far do you think they went? 
I didn't realize how far along she was because her tummy's so itty bitty. Yeah. I thought she was just like a like six months in or something. She no, she's popping. Yeah, she's they were ready to go. They were like, this is late term. And I was like, late? <laughs> what is she doing there? <laughs> yeah. Mercedes goes to the doctor to get him since the captain wants to see him. Yes. And we learn from her that the leg wound is getting worse. And I'm like, who's Mercedes? Whose leg? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> the captains? Are these parents falling apart? What is happening, Mercedes? Right. So he gives Mercedes a package and says, that's all I could get. And I'm like, what is it? What is What's it? What's happening? And then I was like, are they in cahoots? Yeah. And then we see Ophelia looking at Mercedes horrified. And I'm like, does she know something I don't? What's her dealio? Is that her resting face? <laughs> like... <laughs> She's just an ominous child. <laughs> she just knows things. Yeah. She hears things. Yeah. She reads things because she can read, you know. <laughs> so then Ophelia goes to lie in bed with mom and they're talking about how like this place is cre- creepy. Nature makes weird noises. And the mom's like, it's nature. It's OK. We're just not used to it because we're city people. This is just we'll get used to it. It's so funny. And Ophelia's how- like, I hate this. No. <laughs> my my one of my best friends from college she was from the city and she had such a t- tough time falling asleep in college because oh, it yeah. was just quiet that at makes night. sense yeah she was like i need sound <laughs> <laughs> where are the people screaming where are sirens police <laughs> sirens like something if i can't hear crime i'm not going to yeah. bed <laughs> construction anything <laughs> she struggled but that makes sense how long did it take her um, I don't know if she ever got used to it. Oh, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> so I get that, you know, four, what's four years going to do to 17 years? Yeah, exactly. So back to the movie. Ophelia asks mom why she got married and mom says she was alone for too long. And I'm like, oh, poor mom. And then Ophelia's like, excuse me? I've been with you this whole time? You weren't alone. And mom's like, it's different, sweetie. And she's like, uh, sure. Yeah, she doesn't understand. Like, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different kind of alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, I wish mom found a warmer man, though. She didn't have to settle for the first man. But yeah. also, like, I'm sure he manipulated her into something. I don't know. He's very just, he's not, he's not about her. He's not. <laughs> no. And I also wonder if, like, something worse happened and there she's there for a different reason, you know? Like, I don't want to go there, but that's also very possible. I mean, he also could have just been her support. Mm when when her husband died who knows we don't never know. know we don't know we, the we don't know the backstory yeah, yeah yeah but ophelia then goes to the preggy belly and tells a story yes because the it. baby starts acting up and mom's like could you tell the baby a story yeah so now the fairy tales come in handy mom <laughs> okay wow wow yeah so we had a bunch of really cool shots and she's telling a story about a rose that makes someone immortal but the rose was impossible to get to and eventually wilted away yes not a fun cheer me up kind of story no it's it's um <laughs> one of those it's an immortal rose if you pluck it then you become immortal but yeah. you and every man was too scared to go get it because the thorns were poisonous so the rose just wilted away huh and that's the moral of that story, yeah. I guess, is to just, you know, get brave. Damn, girl. What about the one with know. the lion with the little thorn in its paw? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a fun one. Tell uh, that one. I don't know. But would you risk it? <laughs> I would. You would? Yeah, you would. I, I would, want immortality. I would risk it all for immortality. Because <laughs> yeah. in theory, you'd be risking it all or it's it's high risk, high reward. Yeah. You know? And then if you're immortal, you don't have to be as careful going through the thorns. That's true. <laughs> Next time you just blunder on through. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? So then- <laughs> we cut away to the captain messing around with a watch. Yes. And the doctor comes down saying that Carmen is very sick but is rusting. The captain asks about his son and the doctor is very confused for a hot second. He's like, how do you know it's a boy? Yeah. And the uh, captain's like, don't fuck with me. I was like, ew. Ugh. 
But then that makes me, the way he reacts there, it makes me so scared of like, what if it ends up being a girl? Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. The doctor tells the captain that Carmen should not have traveled at such a late state of the pregnancy. And the captain is like, I don't give a shit about your unsolicited opinions. (laughs) I don't care about your professional opinion. Yeah. How dare you? (laughs) Right. He says a son should be born where his father is. And I'm like, how about a father is wherever his son is born? Or how about, you know, how about your pregnant wife just be comfortable wherever the fuck she is? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How about that? How about you go to the birthing area? Yeah. (laughs) Don't bring the birthing area to you. Yeah, it's rude. (laughs) Some military buddies come by. And they've detected movement in the area. Oop. And I'm like, did you move your pregnant wife into enemy territory? <laughs> <laughs> Through enemy ten- territory. Yeah, this is hella irresponsible. <laughs> but it's fine. The son is wherever the father is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They caught two guys, a son and a father, and searched them and find propaganda on top of like other things. But they just say that they were farmers and that they were hunting rabbits and stuff. And like they were just, uh, they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Basically. Also, it's nighttime. Yeah. And the the captain thinks their hunting rabbit story is fishy. The son interrupts this back and forth and says, if my dad says we were hunting rabbits, and then the captain goes from zero to 100, grabs a bottle he had, and starts brutally bashing this poor kid's mm. face in, yep. kills him, then shoots the father. And I'm like, this man has issues. Issues. This is, like, this part was so fucked up i did not see this coming yeah no i wasn't expecting it and then he finishes going through the their hunting bag he finds like more notes and things and then at the bottom he finds two dead rabbits so yeah hmm. they were was telling, wrong they were telling the truth asshole wow yeah and then he's like search people more properly before bothering me mm. you know people will really kill innocent people before they go to therapy yeah <laughs> People will root and lo- loot and riot at yep. the Capitol building instead of going oh. to therapy. Who said that? I didn't say that. What? <laughs> but Where? whatever. As, anyway. As the captain walks away, the other guys look at each other like, what the actual fuck just happened? Uh, also, how did they not search them properly? Yeah. Like, how are you so bad at your job, too? Yeah, right. You know, everybody there was wrong, except for the innocent people. Whoops. Yeah. Ophelia gets woken up by some sounds and gets super spooked. And we see the bug from earlier again, and it approaches her closely this time. And it's so cute. Yeah. She asks if it's a fairy and shows her a picture of a fairy and then it starts to morph into a little fairy. Okay. What? Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, me neither. I thought it would just stay looking like a uh, like a stick bug kind of thing. Yeah. And it motions for her to follow it and brings her to the ruins. Cool. And I was like, getting lost in a labyrinth is probably better than being in that home with that fucking psycho captain. You know, I agree. Yeah. But also, so she follows it to the labyrinth. And I'm saying now, why is there no night guard making sure that there was no child wandering around their camp while they've just killed two innocent civilians? Yeah, like, that what too. if she was just outside and saw all that? <laughs> like, what a horrible job these people are doing. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. And like, it's it's a military base. There has to be some kind of night guard. That's true. You know? And she just wandered over. She just walked right away. That means that anybody could have walked into their camp. <laughs> they were doing a horrible job. <laughs> I am surprised that the fascists took over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even continue. I'm fine. <laughs> so the fairy leads her to the center of the labyrinth, and there's a huge staircase that descends underground. So she goes down. Yeah. No questions. <laughs> it's super dark. Yeah. Too. Like, what What if you miss a step? I would have freaked out. No problem. She's yeah. just going down. She gets deeper into her room. There's a pillar with like a statue and it, it, she starts playing with the echo and suddenly a fawn wakes up and doesn't oh, look like a fawn. It does look like a fawn. What A fawn to me is a deer. No, a fawn is a mythical creature that basi- I need to look that up. <laughs> that basically has a man's body with goat features. 
Oh, like Mr. Tumness. Yes. That guy does not look like that either. <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks I mean, so creepy. I mean, he's like a tree man. He looks fawn. like, what's the face <laughs> of one of those like horror characters, the one with the swirlies on their face? Is it the guy from Saw? I don't know. But he looks like a mix of that and a tree and like weird stone man things. Oh, I thought it was like a tree fawn. I gotta do more <laughs> mythical research. But yeah, you do. <laughs> he his face looks super creepy. <laughs> I I thought he was kind of really cool looking. I liked him a lot. <laughs> well, we will have opinions. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I like creepy shit though. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your opinions though. Yes. <laughs> so the fawn gets super excited and says, "You've returned!" And the fawn also opens up a box and lets more fairies out. I'm like, ah. And Cute. it feels like, who are you? And he's like, who am I? Who are I? Aren't I? Yeah. Okay. Very bold. <laughs> I'm everything. So no. am I supposed to know you? Or like... Mm. <laughs> he basically says that I'm your humble servant. Yes. From the underworld. Yeah. And calls Ophelia her highness. And she's like, what? And Love then, the respect. Yeah. And I'm like, how do they just know she's a reincarnation of the princess? They get the vibes, you know? I guess so. <laughs> she goes, she's like, I'm I'm not royal. And he goes, um, you are Princess Moana. <laughs> I was like, Moana? Moana. <laughs> Different cultures, but still love it. Yeah. <laughs> love the, the, the through line, the connection there. Uh, he does say that she is the daughter of the king of the underworld. So that's pretty neat, I guess. Also would be creepy. If somebody told me that I was a royal of the underworld, I'd be like, oh, ooh, I don't know. Still would be cool. I would still check it out. I would check it out, I think. <laughs> I would just be intimidated by the fact that it's called the underworld, you know, and everything associated with that. I'd be like, do you mean like literally under the world or, or, or the other one? Doom. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so then he tells her that no, because my mom is back. And he's like, no, 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 no. You were not birthed by your mom. You're birthed by the moon. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're What's a, happening? You're a moon baby. Moon baby. And then she's like, no. And then he says, you better check that birthmark on your shoulder because it's shaped like a moon. And then I'm like, how does he know this? <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out that all over the world, they opened portals for her to return. And she has come to the last portal. And the fawn wants to make sure she isn't totally mortal. So she has three tasks. And he gives her the book of crossroads to open when she's alone to see her he says to see her future yeah but it basically helps her figure out what the tasks are right and also he says to wait till she's alone to open it but then she immediately opens it while he's still talking and she's like but it's blank (laughs) (laughs) i don't get out what did i just say (laughs) she's a child (laughs) i don't say anything why does this suck this book sucks (laughs) (laughs) so then we go back to the captain and he's chilling with some music in his tank top he's shaving like he didn't just kill two innocent people he had the old school single blade and I completely tensed up because I thought we were going to have a Sweeney Todd moment. Yep. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> but instead he actually shaves and I was like, okay. Wow, wow, wow. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and it's just like a cool montage that like, um, and it happens a lot in this movie where the camera is just like trucking along and then it wipes behind something and then that transitions into something else. Yeah. Oh, love those transitions. And they were really cool. We go back and he's telling Mercedes to make dinner for these two rabbits or like with the two rabbits, the sure. ones that the innocent farmers got. And she's like, there's no meat on these. They're too little. And yeah, he's like, these so are then, snacks. Yeah. And he's like, so then make a stew, duh. What am I, the chef? Yeah. And then he also gives her a hard time because he's like, my coffee's burnt. And she's like, okay. Well, damn, go make it yourself. And he's like, taste it. And then I was like, is he going to poison her? 
Yeah, he also, every single time they interacted, I was like, "Is he gonna poison her?" Yeah, I definitely felt like he was gonna hurt her every single time. Yeah, he also touches her shoulder in a super creepy way. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, I hated this man. Hard pass on him. <laughs> yeah. She goes to the kitchen staff and gives them his review. They all immediately complain about him. They all pass the vibe check. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "He's always bitching." I love all these ladies. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes tells the staff they need more beef and chicken, and they're like, "Bitch, from where?" <laughs> Because I guess they're doing a dinner party that yeah. night. Weird. I think they talk about something about like rations and stuff. So now Mercedes is going to fill up a tub with another woman. And then she walks away. But then the other woman happens to be mom. Just didn't recognize her in the wheelchair. Yeah. She just looked a little different. They know? are filling this bathtub with buckets. Man, I'm buckets. so glad we have indoor plumbing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love living in the present. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> we <laughs> have lights and plumbing. And just indoor heating. It's oh, it's great. my favorite. Oh, man. So then <laughs> mom goes over to Ophelia and she's like, oh, my God, look, I got you this pretty dress. It's green. It's satin. You're going to look so pretty in it. I made it for you. I can't wait to see you try it was it really on. pretty. It, it was, was a, pretty. Yeah. It was a really pretty dark green dress. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Ophelia goes to take her bath and then instead of actually like bathing, she gets out and takes out the book of Crossroads and she starts reading it. So now the ink shows up very much like in that Harry Potter movie, the second one where the, uh, the diary with Tom Riddle. And so she doesn't write to it. Oh. Oh, like, yes. And the map. Yes. And the map. Yes, 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 yes. The, the map would be a better example yeah, yeah. so uh, it's really cool how it started appearing yeah was it was like, really cool and then like the story kind of forms and it's all yeah, it's it's neat yes um she's looking at it for like five seconds and then mom starts banging on the door <laughs> she's like girl hurry up yeah and she's like i'm reading mom even if she was bathing that would not have been t- enough time to bathe there was one crosses off to suggest the passage of time <laughs> but there could have been more suggestions of the passage of time yes hurry up <laughs> it's been three seconds yeah you've been in there for like a whole minute i just dip in and i come out and i'm clean come yeah. on <laughs> come on get it together so then ophelia checks her shoulder in the mirror and there is indeed a birthmark in the shape of a moon so, so she's cute. like oh my god it's me i'm gonna get that tattooed same <laughs> a little cute little moon <laughs> so then yep, the ladies are prepping for dinner and mercedes tucks a knife in her waist yes and i go whoop we love it yep <laughs> she's gonna use that later on <laughs> then, this will be handy for later <laughs> yep <laughs> then we cut back to ophelia coming down in her pretty dress and she, she look, feels so cute she looks so cute yes so then we immediately cut to mercedes milking a cow to give to ophelia just very good like juxtaposition on that imagery fresh milk fresh fresh milk fresh 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 milk it tastes weird but also, i'm sure yeah also, though, she's also just handing her a bowl of warm milk. Yeah, I thought that you had to, like, do some kind of processing. You totally do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and That's you what have, I thought. And you have to filter it because there's stuff in, the, in That's it. That's what I figured. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> Here's your bowl of warm, fresh from the teat milk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not bad, right? Or not expired. <laughs> yeah, it's for sure. And, uh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> so then as she's milking the cow, Ophelia is like, do you believe in fairies? And then uh, says that she saw a fairy earlier. But Mercedes is like, uh, I don't. I used to believe in a lot of things when I was a kid, but I don't now. She's like, I met a fawn too. <laughs> you wouldn't know about that though. <laughs> <laughs> they chose me. Yeah. But then the captain comes to spoil the fun. Yeah. And drag Mercedes with him. But also first Mercedes does tell Ophelia to, to be wary of fawns. Which is uh, hmm, later on. Yeah, true. I mean, they are pretty mischievous. 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 
So then, um, yes, so then Captain calls her over. There's been a new shipment of supplies. So there's food, there's medicine, there's tobacco. And then the captain tells Mercedes to give him the key for the room, for this, like, the supply room. We just confirm that this is the only key, and he says that he will keep it from now on. Yeah, it's got this huge lock. Massive. This massive lock to this door. I'm like, damn, this movie's old, old. (laughs) (laughs) So now the captain's being called away because there's a smokestack in the woods. So all the dudes go out to see what's going on. They ride out and Ophelia reads her book as they do that, the Book of Crossroads. Yes. And it's telling her about how the forest was home to magical creatures when it was young and all the creatures would protect each other and they would all kind of like protect each other under this big... Fig protective tree. tree yeah a big fig tree and that would be my tree of choice too because figs are so good oh you do love a fig i do i don't think i've ever had uh you know what they're it's not worth trying here because they're so expensive here mm. yeah i get that <laughs> but she reads that the tree is dying as she's approaching and it is a pretty rough looking tree yeah it's like basically just the trunk yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's massive yeah and we're told that a toad has settled into the roots and won't let the tree thrive. And I will not have toad slander on this show. <laughs> we refuse to have it. Yeah. <laughs> but so once she's there, she um, is just in mud. Yeah. Her, her shoes are getting muddy. And I'm like, Ophelia, you just took a shower, girl. Come on. Mom just made you this pretty dress. And now you're getting your shoes all muddy. Yeah. She opens a bag with some crystals in it. And she has to put them in the toad's mouth to have it choke and take a golden key to defeat the toad yeah she takes off the upper layers of her dress good she has some sense yeah respect mom she puts it on a branch yep she goes into the dead tree (sighs) and we see the wind start to blow one of her ribbons away because it's super windy and i was like oh no and she is in in this tree at this point yeah there's like tunnels she's covered in mud there's bugs oh i would not they're huge bugs I would too leave. oh mm-hmm. my god i Couldn't feel like mm, i maybe i'm not your princess no <laughs> you know uh the underworld is not for me yeah i, I would resign i would have stepped in the mud and been like maybe this isn't for me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um i'm a city girl <laughs> yeah so this isn't gonna check out with me i don't, I don't think either of us would have gotten into the tr- no, tree trunk. no 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 <laughs> i can deal with some mud if i have the right shoes on yeah uh but she was in but the if mud. it gets on my like face no yeah, absolutely she, not. She's on her hands and knees in the yeah, mud. Yeah, absolutely no. not. Not for me. <laughs> so then we cut back to the captain. He and his troop get to the site of the fire and it's still smoking, which means that the people were just there. So they say that there's at least a dozen men and they do find a little packet of like antibiotics and then a lottery ticket. Yeah. So then the captain's like, shut up. I hear them. Oh, he hears nothing. Yeah. But he does scream out to them and be like, you guys want your antibiotics? You want your lottery ticket? Come on. It could be the winner. <laughs> Nobody comes out. Yeah, so, so they end then, up leaving. Yeah. As the soldiers leave, we see a group of men watching them from afar, and Ooh. they also look like soldiers. And I was like, Ooh, oh, the gorillas. Yes. <laughs> is that mean to call them the gorillas? Like, is that, that's just what they were called, right? Yeah. Like, if you were doing guerrilla warfare, would you want to be called a gorilla? Like, is that what you go by, or are you just like a lone dude? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it's probably fine. Yeah, no, I'm not saying like in like the mean way, but I'm saying like, is that how they refer to themselves? Oh, like where the gorillas? Yeah. I don't know. You know, like I imagine they'd be <laughs> Are like, we soldiers or are we gorillas? Right. <laughs> or if, it, if it was us, I just, I just had this thought of like, no, you know what our team name is going to be? <laughs> We're the, the X-Stars 3000s. <laughs> and then we'd be like, yeah, or like the, the dudes from um from Home Alone. We're the wet bandits. Yeah. You know, like they'd have it. Like, do you think they would have a team name or would they just be the gorillas? Yeah. We're the leaf crunchers. Yeah. <laughs> 
in this forest crunching some leaves. Get out of our leaves. <laughs> so then we go back to Ophelia. Poor girl has mud up her arms all over her face. It, she's it just, it caked in her hair. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. If Ugh. mud ever gets in my hair, no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. But she gets to the toad and this thing is massive. Huge. And then I was like, oh, that's not a cute little toad. No, 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 no. <laughs> so then she introduces herself as Princess Moana. Cute. Aww. And she says that she's not afraid of you. And there's like a huge bug crawling on her cheek. And I was like, it's getting so close to her eyeball. <laughs> 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 and she just leaves it there too yeah so she addresses the toad and she's like aren't you ashamed to be living here getting fat off of these bugs while the tree dies so then the toad just goes and licks the bug off of her face and i would i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't slaps her with this big mm. giant sticky gooey tongue nope i could just on her like her whole face gets covered the <laughs> way that children do not fear bugs Ugh. I need that. I need that. The I don't know if I ever had that. The way children just don't have fear. <laughs> <laughs> the children just don't know anything. Yeah. I want that. I want to return to that. Yeah, really? <laughs> I wish to just not know things. Ignorance truly is Yeah, bliss. it really is. <laughs> so then the toad, after it tongue attacks her, it power belches in her face. Yeah. So she almost like, gets blown away. She's like, oh, you want these bugs? So she pulls up a bug to like fake eat it. Yeah. And then it pulls, it like does does the tongue thing again and then she does a switcheroo and puts the crystals mm. and then it, the toad ends up like choking on them yeah like and barfs up a huge loogie it, it's i was like are those it's inside the entire inside of the toad because we are just left with this big glob it and deflates just, and just toad skin Ugh. i was like whoa that's fucked up bro is that what the inside of toads look like <laughs> <laughs> fucking i guess so but she gets the gold key. Like yeah, she, she got just it. plucks it out of that. Yeah, she Which I imagine again, I know this is fantasy, but if that was truly inside of Toad, you imagine that stinky. there's like stinky, there's like acids in there. I wouldn't go in there with like a bare hand. Yeah, she does it. She, she'd be doing that. <laughs> no at, fear. <laughs> okay, kids know nothing. No fear. They know no fear. Yeah, she's just like awesome and just <laughs> a key. Pu- puts her hands on these insides. Sick, man. Now she's outside in the real world again. Mud just everywhere. She's just truly a full layer of mud on her. It's dark out. It's raining. Yeah. The dress has been blown away, so it's nowhere to be found. It's in a mud puddle somewhere Ugh. nearby. Ugh. Oh, my God. Mom is going to be so mad. Yeah. But also, why did mom put her in a beautiful dress like hours before the dinner? It's She's that a child. Too soon. That was too it's soon. It's going to get ruined. That was, that was an oversight, mom. <laughs> You're right. So now she goes back. Not she's back at camp. We are back at camp. And the captain has visitors who have arrived for the dinner party. I totally forgot about the dinner party. Yeah, because we were busy <laughs> toad attacking. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, they're having guests. Oh, whoops. Forgot about like, that. She ruined her party dress. Oh, oh no. That mom works so hard on. Oh. Yeah. So then at the dinner table, Carmen and Mercedes are talking about like, did you check under the pantry? Did you check in this place? And Mercedes is like, I looked. I cannot find her. We have no, she's gone. She's gone. <laughs> she didn't check out. She didn't. I don't know, man. Maybe she went back to the city. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, imagine she just walked right back. <laughs> yeah. Then they get cut off because dinner is called. So all the visitors are there at the table. They have to act like Mercedes, not Mercedes, like Ophelia is not missing. <laughs> <laughs> she just has a tummy ache. She'll, she won't yeah. be here. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. After a while, the captain shows his guests that from now on, all families will be getting one ration card. Yes. Which seems fucked up to talk about while they're digging into a huge feast. Absolutely. Like, oh, oh the people are starving. Uh, I can't finish my plate. Yeah. And and somebody does say, like, that doesn't seem like too much. And he's like, they'll be fine. We just have to make sure that the gorillas don't get anything. Yeah. 
okay, wow. But like, can people get something though? The people that you're protecting, quote unquote, protecting? You don't have to starve civilians. Yeah. They don't have to just survive. Yeah. But what do we know? And the captain's like, I, they're close. I believe it. And he shows the antibiotics he found. And, and he's the, like, one of them is wounded. Yeah. And the doctor and Mercedes both give each other a look. And I'm like, is that what he gave her? Is that what the doctor gave Mercedes earlier? Probably. And also like be more obvious in front of everybody. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know? Like like that dude can't read you. And imagine if they were like, oh my God, hey doc, he found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Mercedes, how did they find it? <laughs> yeah. After a bit into the conversation, the captain says he wants his son to be born into a cleansed Spain, oh, which wow. is so gross to say. I was like, say something more fascist. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Say something more. Fu- you can't say anything else that's more fucked up than that. Well, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man <laughs> just, he keeps pushing the pushing the bar. He, he always, you know, you always got to push the envelope. You always have to challenge yourself and get better, you know? You yeah. always have to set the bar higher, and he does that. <laughs> so good for him, you know? This, the, the fucked up train is not stopping. It doesn't. <laughs> What's the um, Newton's third law? Yeah. <laughs> so then he goes on. He's like, these people hold the false belief that everybody is equal, but we won the war, and if we have to kill everybody, then we do. You don't have to. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. You don't. <laughs> yeah, you there's don't no reason to. Stop it. There's no need. Uh, so then they all do a cheers to that. And I'm like, who are you people? They're people who are just trying to fly under the radar. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> They're like, this guy's fucking nuts. Let's <laughs> just act like we're having a good time. We're like, oh boy, wow. Free food. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. You might be like, ooh. And then he shoots you dead right at the dinner table. Right. You don't know. Right. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know how this dinner party's going to go. <laughs> so then Mercedes takes a bucket and she's like, I got to go get more wood for the fire. But we know that she's going to go look for Ophelia. So she gets to the woods edge. She flashes her lantern a little bit. And then Ophelia just happens to come like shivering out of the woods, like to the right of her a little bit. Yeah. Covered very, in mud. Very good timing. Yeah. We then go back to the dinner and a couple dinner guests ha- ask how Carmen and the captain met. And she tells them that they met through her husband because he used to make uniforms for the army. Yes. And then we see him pull his hand away from her. No, no, no. You do not get to be angry and jealous over her dead husband. Right? I fucking hate this guy. That probably got killed as like a um, collateral damage to anything you've done. Yeah. It's probably his fault. And then he says, forgive my wife. She's not used to company. She thinks everyone is interested in her silly stories. Carmen, leave this limp dick, psycho. (laughs) And also she was prompted. Yeah. They have it. They asked. They asked. It's part of the story, you dick. You don't get to just be upset and jealous over it. Imagine being so insecure. Oh, my God. He sucks. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> you know, the captain will really make fun of his wife instead of going to therapy. <laughs> How many times can we make that joke <laughs> for this movie? Every scene. It's unlimited. Every scene. <laughs> <laughs> so then Mercedes comes in to tell her that Ophelia is here. So Carmen excuses herself. Mm-hmm. just in time finally like i would have excused you know like you embarrass me like that i'd be like oh you know what actually i need to go yeah i would have excused myself just because i'm upset right <laughs> like, i'd be I'll, like yo fuck you like thank god she has an excuse right <laughs> one dinner guest mentions that he met the captain's father once in morocco who told him that when he dies he'll smash his watch so his son knows exactly what time a brave man died and um the captain says his dad never owned a watch but wasn't he messing with a shattered one in the beginning of the movie? He was. And I said, aha, he fixed the broken watch, uh, which means that he ruined the sentimental gift his dad gave him because he's an asshole. What a dick. He probably didn't know the story. That's his own fault. He's probably like, why did my dad give me a shattered watch? Yeah, this thing doesn't even fucking work. He's the worst. 
Oh, love that for him. <laughs> but also, <laughs> so then now it's later on. Mom is chastising Ophelia while she cleans up. She says, you hurt me, something I think you'll never learn. Like, sometimes I think you'll never learn to behave. You've embarrassed me. You've embarrassed your father. And then Ophelia goes, the captain? And she's like, him more than me. And then she smirks. And I was like, ah! <laughs> Amazing. Love that for her. Yeah. But then mom sends her off to bed without eating dinner. And I hate that. Well, mom also tells her she's a disappointment, which yeah. I feel is just going way too far. Oh, yeah. Like that stings more. It does. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. And no matter what generation, that hurts more. Oh, it sucks. But also, do you ever remember being sent to bed without dinner? Yeah. It's a rough time. Many times. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. After mom leaves, the fairy bug shows up. Yes. Ophelia tells it she found the key and wants to go back to the labyrinth. Ophelia, you took two baths today. Yeah. You cannot go back outside. <laughs> Come on, it's getting dirty. <laughs> it's cold outside. Jeez. Yeah, she goes back to the area where she met the fawn. The fawn shows up eating some jerky, which is fun. Nice. And like, those are some goals. Being a nude hermit, living underground, <laughs> eating jerky, unbothered by the surface world and you their love problems. Jerky. I do. I do. I love jerky. <laughs> it's so good. Why is it so good? I went on this trip. I forgot where I was going, but I know it was like some road trip and there were two other people. I think it might have been when I was in Michigan, but I can't promise that. Yeah. But either way, we were going somewhere. And we, there was like this jerky outlet. And we're like, yo, we got to stop. An outlet? We got to go. It was full, head to toe. Oh, my jerky. God. So many different flavors. So many Ugh. different kinds. And I was overwhelmed. The best jerky I've ever had was from that place in Chinatown that mm. makes oh it Oh, my fresh. God. That was the one place that my family used to go in Chinatown. It's a weird story to say it this way, but we used to only get it when we would go to funerals because it was like right next to the funeral home. So, uh, Jeez. one time <laughs> we only eat this when we're sad. <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is sad food only. <laughs> it was so good though. But we would get like five pounds at a time because, like, how often do people die that you get jerky, you know? Yeah. So then, um, it, this was all like before college. So then, when I was finally in college in Brooklyn, I would go to Chinatown and I was like, Mom, I'm going to bring home some jerky. I went, the place was closed. Oh, right? No. I was so sad. <laughs> Damn. I was like, Mom, is this the place? And I sent her a picture of like the gated door. And she's like, oh. No, no. <laughs> and I was like, you just, I can't get the jerky anymore. Where do I get the jerky? Oh. So I have yet to find a, a new just as good place. Well, we'll look next time we we'll go. We'll look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. I want to go when people stop getting sick. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So... The fawn points at the figures on the statue and tells her that there's there's this one image and that was them when she was a baby. Like the yes. fawn holding the baby princess. So and then cute. there's an unidentified baby on there and she's like, who's that? And he's like, doesn't matter. Don't worry about that one. Don't worry about that. That baby's not as important. Yeah, yeah. It's not you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I thought at this point, I was like, wait, is the fawn actually her dad? Oh. <laughs> it's Interesting. Not. But I was like, I was like, oh. You do like guessing plots though. I do. I do. At one point, I thought Mercedes was, was the actual princess. Aw. And I, I don't remember when though. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so then <laughs> he notices the key and he's like, oh, keep that. You'll need that later on. And then he gives her a piece of chalk because she'll need that later on too. So he says that soon enough, they'll be able to run through the seven circular gardens of their palace, which sounds nice. I want that. Yeah. But how old is chalk that this ancient being had it for a task? Interesting. <laughs> I did not I, consider that. I was like, what? Chalk? <laughs> I mean, definitely Civil War times, it seems. <laughs> at least i guess but anyway 
We just have to accept it. She has two tasks yep. left. <laughs> Next morning, the captain opens up the rations room, the food, the storage room. That's what it's called. And, and people are lined up. Lined up with their rations card. There's a soldier announcing to everybody that the bo- the bread is from this bakery in town and that everybody gets one and make sure that you, you know, every family has bread and fire and make sure that the reds lying don't get any. Come oh, down. Jeez. Okay. Everybody, I feel like everybody and these are just poor people trying to survive guy. yeah but like you know how we talk about propaganda with communism i feel like the like mccarthyism and like the reds are doing this it's like the same thing yeah a lot of it's the same yeah a lot of it's like just the same shit different titles yeah <laughs> like different jersey that's you know yeah <laughs> either but way anyway we cut to ophelia getting out of bed and going right to the bathroom to check yes. the book to find out what's next and we just get an all red image showing up with with some spooky music yes. which freaks her out I was like is mom about to die yeah and then we hear some noises from the bedroom and ophelia goes out and we see her mother covered in blood yeah i'm like she's miscarrying oh my god yeah she's sweating she's shaking oh. i'm like holy shit mom are you okay? Are you yeah. Gonna, are you going to be okay? She tells Ophelia to get help. So she goes to run to the captain. This is the first time that she's ever like approached the captain, yeah. which is pretty big. But also like mom is in mortal danger. Yeah. So she needs help. So they run back. Later on, the doctor is telling the captain that Carmen will need uninterrupted rest while she's sedated for most of the time. And Ophelia will have to sleep somewhere else until the birth. But I was like, did she not just, was that not a miscarry? I like how it goes from them checking on mom to just like the doctor and the captain outside in the rain chatting. I'm like, oh, we're getting bad news. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but the baby's still there. So that's good. Yeah. I he- just, I didn't know that that could happen. Like I thought that much blood meant one thing no it's just complications oh okay yeah yeah well that's good to know i guess yeah ophelia is put into another room to stay in because we learned that mom just needs max rest max rest mercedes tries to comfort her and ophelia asks if she's helping the men in the woods and mercedes is like did you tell anyone what the fuck do you know so like that's a yes yeah <laughs> and ophelia says she won't say anything because she doesn't want anything to happen to mercedes i'm like good uh, love them good we care about mercedes but also this is the dingiest shittiest room they could possibly find like imagine finding your mom like that and then being put in this room and being forced to sleep alone i mean it's not like they're staying at a five-star I know, resort but just like in general <laughs> if that happened to you like <laughs> like for, you know she thinks that she did this to mom for whatever reason oh for sure and then she's put into this creepy ass room it's huge there's the one bed she's all by herself i thought she was put in the staff room for a second Ooh. and then i was like oh there's no other beds around Ugh. i was like how do they have this whole extra room rough i thought everything would have been taken up but yeah so that night, we follow Mercedes sneaking around. She opens a little floor tile and grabs some things. And we see someone come up behind her. And I was like, she's going to die. I know. I hate those <laughs> shots because those are, you know, the shots that tell you that somebody's sneaking up on you. Yeah. It was one of those shots. And I'm like, fuck, Mercedes. I was like, oh, no, oh. Mercedes. But it's just the doctor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. You. Never been so relieved. It's like, can you not, bro? Yeah, right. Could you announce yourself next time, maybe? Hey, it's me. I'm coming in. It's just me. Or like have a secret knock something, you know? Yeah. Either way, they're like, all right, are you ready? It's time. And I'm like, for what? Are we going? Are we, Where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> we cut to them in the forest running away. The doctor's freaking out because he's like worried the captain will find them or find out about them or something. Yeah. And I'm like, are they going to go back for Ophelia? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Hello? What's going on? Yeah. They meet with a soldier who is Mercedes' brother, Pedro. Yes. And then we go back to Ophelia. Ophelia. The she, fawn comes in. Yeah. Wakes her up. I, I didn't know he could leave his area. That's what I was going to say. I, I thought that he was confined. Yeah. 
No, if, he, if he was able to leave, why didn't they, in all of those portals that they opened, why didn't they leave to find her? Yeah. So he wakes her up to give her shit about not doing her homework. <laughs> and she's like, bro, my mom is sick. And he's like, pish posh. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Excuse. So he gives her a mandrake root to put under her mother's bed in a bowl of milk and every morning put two drops of blood in it. And, then he and give, that'll fix her. Yeah. And then he gives her fairies to help her and that she's... But, tells her she's going to a dangerous place i also thought mandrakes were like just a harry potter thing i didn't know that they were like other things <laughs> i guess she had to take them from somewhere D- true you're right you're right i mean she didn't make up wizards she did it you're right that's fair <laughs> i'm just gonna drag jk rolling now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of her opinions are made up though she didn't make up schools <laughs> <laughs> she did make up the worst villain <laughs> yeah, yeah really so the- <laughs> so he gives her fairies. It's like, you're going to a dangerous place to face a dangerous creature. And he also tells her if she'll see a feast, but not to drink or eat anything or touch anything. Or else she'll die. There's a lot of instructions for this 10-year-old. Yeah. Like, here's how to not kill your mom. Right. And also to do this other task. And not kill yourself. Yeah. I know you're starving, but don't touch any of this food. You can't. It's dire. <laughs> yeah. You will die. You will. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cut back to Mercedes and the boys. They're walking somewhere and they get to camp where all these guys are. And Mercedes hands out the rations. He hands out mail. And the doctor goes to the one wounded man with a leg. We finally find out who that is. Yeah. <laughs> so then one soldier with a stutter starts reading the newspaper. And he says that Americans, British, and Canadian troops are on their way. Gives them some hope. There's like 150,000 of them on their way and Damn. the doctor back with the wounded man he's like hey buddy Ooh, this has gotta go there's no way to save it <laughs> so then the dude's like oh, just do it doc and then we immediately cut to the doctor pulling a soul out of his bag yeah like, is he mary poppins i mean what? that's a big ass trunk i was like oh my god i can't look the dude takes like a few swigs he like embraces the moment and then they go for it and then they immediately cut away and I'm, i would have been like get, get me blackout drunk or something i would say like, can you sedate me in any way they, do i have to be awake for this yeah but they couldn't they only had so many resources that's true that's Ugh. rough imagine Ugh. his stories for his grandkids oh man but luckily yes. we don't see it we cut back to ophelia she's we, dressed we just see the first Ugh. yeah <laughs> and i was like Ugh. i was like i heard you faint <laughs> i heard you scream from across yeah. town so we cut immediately to ophelia she's dressed up she's reading the book to see what's happened next she sees that the chalk is supposed to be used to draw a door anywhere in the room kind of like chalk zone do you remember that show oh that used yeah. to be one of my favorite shows yeah my dumb ass probably would have drawn chalk onto the floor. You're right. <laughs> Made a floor and door. <laughs> and then like one through the ceiling. I'm like, can I jump all the way through and then through the top? <laughs> but so she draws a door, a really tiny door next to her bed. And that's the other thing that's interesting with kids is like they'll draw the, the smallest things. Like I would have drawn a door to make let myself walk in. Yeah. But she draws the door small enough to crawl in. But imagine if the hallway was the size like to to go with the door oh true (laughs) so like she opens she makes this small door but it's a huge hallway but imagine if it was a little itty bitty hallway imagine she just willy wonka herself a fool (laughs) yeah do you met if she drew the a door too small do you think she could just trace outside of the door and make it bigger (laughs) oops or she could like smudge out the door and then just make a better one 
Oh, I didn't. I want to redo. <laughs> yeah. I want a cooler shape this time. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so fun. Imagine though, that'd be hilarious. I want my door in the shape of a moon this time. Yeah. <laughs> but she's she's inside now. She has to drop down. Well, before she goes, she has to start the hourglass. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then follow the fairies. And it's imperative that she gets back before the last sand falls. Yes, but then she flips the hourglass and it starts going. And it's already like halfway down. That- and she also stops to watch it. And I'm yeah. like, girl, you do not have the time. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. That sand is moving. It's so fast. Oh, my goodness. She walks in some, and we see a feast spread out on the table, mm-hmm. and then a white, wrinkly man with a little face at the head of the table just sitting there. It's th- Mitch McConnell. Oh! You, th- you see the memes. It's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> There's no other way to see it. And also, I was scared of this character beforehand. Like, I was anticipating something super spooky to happen. So the thought of associating it with Mitch McConnell makes this scene much less spooky. See, I laughed because its face was so silly looking. <laughs> I laughed at the little face. So yeah. I was like, oh. Yep. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> you ain't got no eyes. I, so. so, okay. So the little nostrils, I thought, were the eyes. <laughs> Oh, no way. And I was like, what? Oh, this fool's eyes are so close together. He looks so dumb. These little itty bitty eyes. You can't see nothing out of that. <laughs> but then we see the eyeballs like on a plate in front of it. Yes. And I was like, Yikes. <laughs> and this statue still is a statue. Yeah. Ophelia is looking at the feast, but the fairies tell her that she's got to go use the key on one of three doors that's on the side of the room. Yeah. She also looks around the room and there's all these, there's like a huge mural of just this dude stabbing and killing children nice and then we see a pile of children's shoes and i was like those are all very similar looking shoes yep and you know what that's not some fun imagery that how many ophelias have been in here oh how many children did they test Dude, this- jesus wow <laughs> how many or are those ac- children that just accidentally showed up in there how many kids have magic chalk <laughs> <laughs> what is this fawn doing he not a good job <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> so she goes over to the door she tries the keys out the first one doesn't fit the second one does fit cut back to the hourglass really quick to see that it's halfway down <laughs> so then she opens the second door it opens she without hesitation sticks her hand into this dark doorway i expected her arm to get like pulled in by force right. oh my god <laughs> children you know they don't no know fear, fear. No fear. <laughs> nothing she pulls out another like a very beautiful dagger yeah golden it's just shiny it's pretty it's whatever so she walks away with it and then she's going by the table and i'm like ophelia you better not she starts eyeing that food and then i'm like oh shit she didn't have dinner and i'm like girl don't girl don't she does she grabs a grape and eats it and the fairies are like freaking out they're like stop it stop it stop it yeah and she waves them away yeah she's like i'm gonna eat some grapes the dude then starts to move and inserts the eyeballs into his hands and she's still eating grapes and we see the guy like showing up behind her (laughs) but okay here's the other thing that you know kids know no fear right but they should have some sense of danger in the sense of like if i'm gonna steal these grapes maybe i should have my eyes on the dude at the table to make sure he's not moving but he wasn't moving for forever so maybe she thought he's just like stuck stuck there but like look at the picture she saw the pictures the dude eats kids (laughs) hello maybe he's just he's just done for he's just retired i don't know i don't know she's grubbing though yeah like take the take the bundle of grapes right at the room right exactly the dude the fairies attack him and he grabs two of them and eats them yeah she finally turns around and sees this yeah like he bites one fairy's head right off and he bites another fairy like right down to its midsection it's horrifying and you know what they honestly not to victim blame but they died because of her yeah because she had no self-control yeah come on ophelia 
Ugh, but like it's sad because she's get starving. It. I get she's it, but child. also like, come on, it's so hard. And the way the guy moves is so unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> he's like shaking his whole body. He's around. just wobbling, but shaking, but somehow fast, but also slow. Yeah, and she's running down the hall back to her door, but the sand just reaches out by, the, or it just finishes by the time she gets there, so the door closes. So she's like, oh, geez, what happened? What do I do now? Yeah. So luckily, beforehand, she put a chair in because she had to climb in, so she would have to climb out. So she gets on the chair she draws a doorway into the ceiling of this hallway because i guess she can reach that and also (laughs) has the upper body strength to lift herself out of that yeah just as she draws the door and lifts it out she climbs out just as um the mitch mcconnell thing (laughs) gets to her (laughs) and just misses her feet and i was like oh my god yeah she barely makes it out so stressful it was i was like what the and now there's only one fairy left i cannot believe her but i also can yes yeah, so i feel sad. bad but i'm also so mad at her yeah Ugh. i was like those better not have been the last three fairies in the world i know she had three <laughs> rules yeah and she broke them all there were too many rules to throw at a kid there were she was hungry yeah no Ugh. fear and she's hungry yeah oh man the next morning the doctor and the soldiers are on the move one says that they're getting reinforcements. Awesome. And the doctor... 50 men or more. Yeah. The doctor is like telling Mercedes' brother, you need to not do this. She needs to go and get out of here. Yeah. He's and like, there's no hope. Like, you're going to kill the captain, then they're going to just replace him, and then they'll replace him, and then they'll replace him. So, like, what's the point? Yeah. And he's like, there is a point. And then he goes over to Mercedes and is like, hey, um, sis, you got to go. You got to go. I can see here, but you got to go. Yeah. She gives him the key to the storage. Yep. And I was like, I thought there was only one. Nope. Mercedes knows what she's doing. Yeah. So obviously she she also just for a quick second mentions how she hates doing chores for the captain. Yeah. She's like, I'm such a coward. I'm here helping him. Like I'm doing his laundry. I'm feeding him. You guys are doing all the work. And he's like, hello, you're getting all of the intel for us. Yeah. She's doing all of the work. Yeah, she is. She's not all of the work, but she's doing so much of it. She has the most important job. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, back at camp, the captain is giving himself a shave. He looks down at the watch that his dad gave him. Remember that he fixed? We hear ticking. It, so he fixed it, yeah. which is so fun that he ruined his sentimental gift. I love that yeah. for him. Anyway, he looks back in the mirror and then he mimes slicing his own throat. And I was like, oh, he puts the blade up to the mirror and slices the mirror's reflection what of him. What a psycho. Right. And I was like, again, this man will literally go to war before going to therapy. He'll slice his own throat. Before right. <laughs> so also like that's so much to unpack. And like if we cared about him, I would wonder if he is mad at himself or something or if he's mad at like who his dad was to him, you know? Yeah, I Like, was his dad abusive to him, and that's why he's such an asshole? I I didn't look too far into it, because, I don't know, I see him as a villain. I don't really want to. Yeah, I don't care about him. Yeah. But it's just interesting. Like, just that, like, in any other character, I'd be like, is that for him, or is that for his dad? You know? But either way, let's move on, because we don't care about him. He's got issues. Yeah. Cut to mom. She's in bed. Ophelia. Ophelia. Oh, go. You. No, you. you. I sit. Okay. No, you. you. Okay, fine. (laughs) Ophelia comes to check on her, and the mandrake root and i really again i really thought that was a harry potter thing either way she puts it in the milk <laughs> slides it under the bed there is so much room under this bed like yeah she fits her whole body under there it. is more room than a new york she, city apartment under she this like bed baseball slides under <laughs> bed. Yeah. like a hero slides yeah. <laughs> so she's down under there the captain and the doctor walk in the doctor says that mom's temperature is going down which is great and the captain says you know if it comes to it save the kid hmm. huh oh Okay, cool. Okay, fuck and he's my like, wife, I guess. Yeah. He's like, the my son will bear my father's name, so save the son if you have to. 
Uh, Say it louder for your wife who could hear you right now. Yeah, right. That is what an asshole. That's fuck. How selfish and egotistical do you have to be? Honestly, to only care about that. Honestly, we hear explosions. Soldiers have gathered outside. Ophelia talks to her mom's preggy belly again yes. and is like, hey, you're making mom sick? Like, stop. Yeah, cut it out, please. She says, if you promise not to hurt mom, I promise to make you a prince in my kingdom. Then we cut to soldiers digging a messed up train out. And I guess the train derailed. Yes. I guess the opposing soldiers got to it. Nothing was stolen and the staff are all right. But Which then is we, a little suspicious. Super suspicious. But then we see an explosion from far away. And I'm like, it was a diversion. Baby. Wow. Love that. They are so smart. <laughs> they were. They were on and top of it. And they fell for it. Yeah. Stupid captain. Yeah. So then dummy. <laughs> we go back to camp. There's just all these explosions happening. People are shooting at each other. Captain finds the um the supply room that the door, the lock is unforced. So he's like, hmm. Yeah, like it was, looks like it was unlocked with a key. Huh. Yeah. It was like, then I was like, hey. he is going to kill Mercedes now. I was like, he knows. Oh man. We follow him now as he goes through the woods shooting at enemies. I have a thing with the scene and all of the fascist men have just pistols. And I feel like if you are in I, a war situation, a pistol wouldn't be the weapon of choice. Definitely not. But I, I feel like, yeah, a bunch of them did have pistols. I kind of think the guys who are on the horses probably had better guns. Other guns, yeah. yeah. It was just like the captain had a pistol and then some other dudes on foot had pistols. And I was like, why? That's the smallest gun you could choose. Yeah, and also like low. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know, like <laughs> I don't know shit about shit, but I feel like you, sh- you know, maybe have made a different choice in a in that situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But we, again, what do we know? But it, I mean, it was cool shots. Yeah. Though eventually the shooting stops because the uh, the gorilla side, I guess they're just out. So then uh, the captain's men move forward to just check. They double tap everyone. Yeah point blank range and you know as much as we preach about double tapping i don't like it when fascists do it no this part was very tough to watch yeah i didn't i wasn't a fan of this bit yeah and he tries to question one soldier but he's too injured to speak so he just kills him and then we watch another soldier shoot people and he finds a survivor so they take him Ugh. the ladies at the base find out the soldiers are returning and that they have a prisoner so mercedes immediately freaks out she's, she's like oh my like, god it's gonna be pedro yeah they bring him into the storage room and they reveal his face it's not it's Pedro. the guy with the stutter. Yeah, it's not Pedro. Now we watch Mercedes struggle through her chores. Yes. Obviously, she's worried about the prisoner. Yeah. And she brings a tray to Carmen's room. The doctor is with Carmen and Ophelia, and Carmen is feeling way better. The mandrake worked. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Back to the captain with the prisoner. He's Ugh. telling the dude with the stutter, he's like, uh, you're going to spill the beans. I'm going to torture you with these things. I won't believe you, so I'll keep torturing you with these things. But you know what? You'll tell me everything anyway. Ethan's so rude. The captain's like, but you know what? I'll cut you a deal. If you can count to three without stuttering, I'll let you go free. Oh, what, what a bully. That is so fucked up. So then he may, he tries to do it. He gets one and two out fine. And then he stutters on three. And I'm like, oh, shit. And the captain bashes his head in with a hammer. Ugh. Oh, my God. What an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, I know. Really? So, so later on, Ophelia yes. is sleeping. The fawn comes back. I feel like he should knock. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey yeah <laughs> wake up like announce himself i don't know he just like shows up and he's like i'm here yeah did you do your homework did you finish the test right so he's like hey your mom is better but she gives him the box that had the fairies and two fairies are missing and the last one tells him what happened he gets so, mad oh flips the fuck out he's like you broke the rules you'll never be a love back again you're stuck here in the mortal world your memory will fade along with us that is yeah. a lot it's a lot 
she's like, I didn't think anyone would notice. <laughs> I mean, she had two rules, three I, rules. And it was two grapes, It bro. was two grapes. <laughs> but you know what? Two fairies died. Yeah. Sucks. Either way, suck, later on, Captain is washing blood off of his hands, tells the doctors that he needs some help with the other dude. So we go inside and we see the doctor examine him. So he his, whispers. His hand is mangled. Mangled. Oh, my God. The bones are not where they should be. Oh, Ugh, yeah. I'm shaking. And then as he's checking on the dude, the captain looks into his medicine trunk and he notices the same bottle of uh, antibiotics that he found at the gorilla fireplace. So who? That could be basic doctor equipment. That's you what don't I'm know saying, that. Right? That's a, that's a l- large leap. And also, if you were smart, if you were the captain, I would take the, the package of antibiotics back to camp because, again, it's war times. Everything is sparse. Yeah. You would need those. Yeah, definitely. But either way... Now we're like, oh, he's going to kill the doctor, too. Yeah. So then the guy with the stutter is telling the doctor, I talked a little bit, man. Yeah. I didn't want to, but I talked a little bit. And he mentions that after the captain decides to leave. Yeah. And he leaves a soldier behind to guard them. This guy looks like he's just in such bad shape. And he asks the doctor to kill him. Yeah. We then cut to the captain in his office looking at the vial he found versus the one in the doctor's bag. It's the same one. Same exact one. Oh. Someone's going to get shot. Yikes. So then now the doctor is giving the dude his lethal shot. And the captain has a gun. He's about to go back and shoot the doctor. But then he hears some clattering in Carmen's room. It's just Ophelia. Yeah. She's going to change the milk in the mandrakes uh, bowl. But then she's under the bed. The captain yanks her out by her feet. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Yes. Scared the crap out of me. He yells at her for being under under there. And then he looks under and his face drops. And I'm like, "Uh oh. Because I was like, what does he see? Like, I know all this stuff is like imaginary world for Ophelia. But like, what do adults see? Yeah, right. Because, like, I was just wondering if it was going to be some, like, weird, like, like, what if it was just, like, a pine cone or something, you know? Yeah. So we cut to the captain's buddy going to the storage room, and we see the doctor with an empty syringe and a dead prisoner. Yep. Yikes. Who? So back to the captain. He pulls out the mandrake root. He's ready to destroy it. And then he's, like, screaming at Ophelia. But then Carmen wakes up and tells him to stop it. And he's like, all this because you let her read that garbage. And look what she did. So then mom's like, Could- all right, let me talk to her by myself. Calm yeah. down a little bit. Let me parent my daughter. Yeah. Like, So he hello. walks away. What an asshole. Mm-hmm. Mom tells Ophelia to cut it out. And Ophelia's like, it's a magic root. It's been helping you. And I want to leave this place. Then mom's like, you poor, sweet, stupid ass thing. Yeah, a fawn gave this to me to f- help you feel better because it's magic. And she's like, you and those books. <laughs> <laughs> but then mom is like yelling at her. And she's like, you're getting older. You need to learn that this world is a cruel place, even if it hurts you. So then she throws the mandrake into the fire. And it starts to scream. <sighs> and mom immediately starts getting into pain. Yeah. Starts shaking and like sweating and falls to the floor. Yeah. So now the captain is confronting the doctor about him killing the prisoner. Yeah. And the doctor says, I can't obey orders without question and grabs his bag and leaves. He says, actually, hold on, because this is one of those like bad bitch moments. Okay. The doctor's like, why didn't you obey me? Why did you kill the guy? And he's like, because there was no other option. So then the doctor, he's like, you could have obeyed me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So then the doctor's like, to obey like that for the sake of obeying without question, only people like you can do that, Captain. And I was like, bitch. Then a power exit. Oh. Yeah. 
So then, yes, he takes his bag and leaves. <laughs> and the captain follows him outside and then shoots him in the back, killing him. Ooh. Then a couple of women show up and are like, hey, your wife needs medical attention. <laughs> so then he has to call this instead of the specialist who's been keeping track of his wife. He has to call like the, the regular paramedic. Yeah. So, you know, choices you make. Oh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yep. Mom is in bed screaming, losing lots of blood. Yeah. And then Ophelia and the captain are sitting outside, not near each other at all, because remember, we hate each other. Yeah. Yes. And uh, later on, we hear baby cries. So the captain gets up to go to the door and the paramedic comes out to say, your wife is dead. Oh, that's Ophelia heavy. thinks that she killed her mom. Oh, for sure. You know, that sucks. She definitely Ooh. does. We get a funeral for mom, then cut to Ophelia packing her stuff with the priest's voiceover. Mm-hmm. And Mercedes puts the baby to sleep and the captain takes this moment to question her about the doctor. Ooh. And... After a bit, he tells her to get more liquor from the storage room, and she gets up to go, and he's like, wait, silly, aren't you forgetting a key? Oh. And he mentions that with all the explosives the enemy soldiers used, they didn't force the storage lock open. And he's like, that's a little suspicious. I would be careful if I were you. Oh. And he says it in the way that, like, he's like, I know it was you, bitch. Yeah. And she's like, huh, well, you know about that. Yeah. So then we follow her. She takes some letters from her storage tile and says goodbye to Ophelia. But then Ophelia begs to go with her. Yeah. She's like, you can't leave me. You can't leave me. Yeah. And then she's like, I have to. I have to. But we cut to them leaving together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess she got her way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're leaving together. It's raining. Eventually, they get caught by the captain and his soldiers. And the captain brings Ophelia to her room, questions her, and slaps her imagine yeah. he's like how long have you known and you how long have you known and not told me so how long have you been mocking me and i was like this is like a 10 year old she's 10. what are you doing yeah you're why, not why is this a threat to you you're not father of the year like huh, like I, she's she's not sitting there like look at this dumbass like, haha you suck yeah so i was like raise your hand if you're a fully grown man and a nine-year-old trying to read a book hurt your ego yeah just him he's the only one standing in the room oh my god so then he tells his guards that if anybody tries to get into this room to kill ophelia first and i was like what a, what, hmm? yeah hmm? what an asshole mercedes is now getting searched by the captain and his buddy and they take all her supplies and the captain wants to be left alone with her so i mean i was like oh no and then it, it's a double oh no because he goes right to his torture kit yeah but also at first the, the dude that's with him he's like are you sure and he's like it's just a woman yeah so then he laughs and leaves and then mercedes is like that's how i got away with it you dummy because you thought i was a woman yeah because you you underestimated me for being a woman yeah that's what i meant to say not he, you thought i was a woman and he's like you used my pride against me oh how smart I'm, of you which i'm sure really hurts the pride i know i'm sure he's beating himself up bad. he's like yeah. oh you fucking man but we know mercedes keeps a knife on her she keeps that motherfucking thing on her yeah, she is strapped ah! love that so he's giving his same intimidation speech the whole i'm gonna use this on you first but then i'll use this but then you're gonna lie but i'm gonna get this out of you back to her so she pulls out her little knife and starts to undo her bindings because they've tied her hands in front of her instead of behind her ah dumb but (laughs) whatever (laughs) so she's like she's cutting herself out and uh, as he's going on about how he's going to, like, get this knowledge from her and cut this piece off of her and whatnot, she stabs him in the back. And then he turns around, she stabs him again, and then slices his mouth. Oh, love that. The oh. knife is in his mouth, and she's like, don't ever touch the girl. And then she says some other badass shit that I didn't write down because yeah. I was like, oh, no, Ophelia, Mercedes. And then 
Yeah, she slices him up. Oh, slits him like, in the mouth. Very um, Joker, yeah, Joker slits yeah, kind of, right? Yeah, she gives him a Joker smile. Amazing. Damn, Mercedes. I knew she would come through. What a fucking badass. My hero. She leaves, tries to clean up some blood. She tries to like act like she's just walking around. Tucks her knife back away. Yeah, one soldier spots her and calls her, and then she books it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, hey, he let her go. And then she's like, Ugh. <laughs> And then the captain runs out, wrecked, and is like, go get that lady. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if I were her, I mean, two stabs is a pretty good, three, two stabs and a slice is really good. I would have tried to probably, and this would have gotten me caught. <laughs> I would have tried to get more in. <laughs> I'd be like, and this is for that, and this is for that, and this is for that, you know? <laughs> but you know what? I'm she, She's smarter than me. Yeah. She got what she could, and then she had to leave as soon yeah. as she could. <laughs> Try to get out of there. Yeah. She runs into the woods. They chase her on horses. Eventually, the soldiers surround her, and the captain's buddy approaches her. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was like, she's on foot, and they're on horseback, and they haven't caught her yet. Yeah. But then they eventually surround her. Yeah. Yeah. And they were also running uphill. I was like, I would get caught like a second ago, like so fast. (laughs) I would not have gotten very far. (gasps) But also like you're running for your life. Like the adrenaline is different. I get it. Yeah, I guess. But you're right. So yes, now they're surrounded by her and the dude gets out and he's like, all right, don't struggle. It'll be better for you. And she pulls out the knife and then he's like, oh, what's that going to do? So then she puts it to her throat and he's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And then we start to hear gunshots and all of the captain's men start to get shot and Pedro shows up with his reinforcements. Love that. Yes. So they saved Mercedes. Oh, thank God. Oh, phew, just in time. <laughs> oh my God. So now these guys are double tapping it and I love when they double tap. Yes. It looks so much better when they double tap. <laughs> Back to Ophelia, a fairy visits her and the fawn appears to give her another chance. She goes up to him and embraces him because she's crying. Yeah. Because she really... So much has happened to her in the last few days. Yeah, she needs a button Not right even now. just the last single day. Yes. She He tells her to follow everything he says this time. Without question. Yeah, so... And then, so, okay, so the whole, like, I'll follow you without question thing, I was like, that really uh, juxtaposes the morals of this movie now because, you know, the doctor had his whole thing about following without question, but now Ophelia's doing it. Yeah. So I don't know, how do I feel about these morals right now? <laughs> He says to grab her little brother and go to the labyrinth and gives her chalk again to make her own door to leave because yeah. she's like, I'm stuck in here. And she's like, it's locked, though. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but you have this chalk. Oh, luckily. Two of the captain's men make it back to the base. And while the captain is cleaning himself off, I bet he wishes he had a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I and, bet. Yeah. So he's looking in the mirror at his like new Joker smile and we watch him give himself stitches. Oh, my God, my stomach hurt watching this. Ugh. I texted you. I lost feeling in my arm at this part. And I was like, I once I got to this part, because you you caught up and beat me at this point, then I was like, oh, I get it. I see it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And we pan away from him and um, we, which I'm like, thank God, I don't want to see that anymore. We see Ophelia in his room. And I was like, I wonder how that worked. Like, I thought she would have ended up back in that white guy's room. Mm. Like, that was like an in-between room. Yeah. So I was like, I'm sure she drew so many doors. Maybe it's like, oh, I want to go to this room and yeah. then you open it. Again, chalk zone. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Or the uh, the other, the room of requirements. If we're going to keep making this a Harry Potter movie. Either way, she's <laughs> yeah. sneaking around. Luckily, she got in there without making a noise. But she still has the chalk in her hand. And then uh, she's like kind of leaving chalk dust everywhere. And I'm like, Ophelia, stop that. Yeah. And then the captain finishes his stitches and she drops her chalk onto his table. And I'm like, I am so worried for her. I was like, do you want to get caught? Yeah, this is how you get caught. <laughs> right. Leaving shit on tables. So then he's he's just like taking a swig of something. Yes. His mouth hurts, obviously. Yeah. But then he notices it, the chalk. It stings and leaks through his stitches. Ugh. 
Oh! I would hate again. Like you think about the worst uh, wounds you can get. Probably a mouth wound. Yes, I I agree with that for sure. There's too much happening there. There's so much. So then he looks at the chalk and he's like, "Oh shit, there's somebody in here." So immediately he gets his, grabs his gun. Yeah, <laughs> which I get. Like you're in the middle of a war. I get it. But also, like, there's a child in your room. There's also, a baby right there. Also, it's a stick of chalk. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's not like a soldier is going to run in and throw sticks chalk at you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to teach you to death. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So then a general comes in and he tells Captain that there's some other dudes that just got back and they're wounded. So they leave and Ophelia comes back out. She was hiding behind some sacks of something. Yeah. So she takes a bottle out, the sleeping juice that um, the other doctor gave mom when they first arrived. Yeah, she took it when she was packing up mom's room. Yes, so she puts a whole bunch of it into a cup and it's like, oh shit, she's going to drug the baby. <laughs> She put it in the captain's alcohol yes, cup. Yes. I didn't and put I that like, together at first. I was like, hell yeah. 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 I was like, no, I did see, again, I wasn't paying attention the right way. I was like, oh, she's going to drug this baby. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, get the baby quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, that's one way to sneak out, I guess. <laughs> but like, that's not safe, Ophelia. No, totally not safe for the baby. The qu- captain questions the injured soldier. He says the enemy has 50 men. And so, then there's about like 20 of their guys left. Yeah. So I was like, the tables are turning. Yeah. Ophelia grabs a baby, but then hides, still in the captain's room. Yes. Because he just came back. As she leaves, there's an explosion. So the captain turns and sees her. As but he, he does take a swig. Yeah, a big swig. Yes. That is now drugged. He's approaching her. And the, as he's approaching her, the drug she used kicks in and he grabs his gun. Yep. Dude. But she runs away. Dude, what? And also, that's your baby. Like, what? who are you going to shoot? Yeah. Like, how big is that target? How are you going to shoot her and not hurt the baby? Right. And if anything, you're destroying that baby's earlobes. Yes. The eardrums. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Now there's a battle happening outside, and she runs. He runs after her. Yep. Mercedes goes into Ophelia's room to look for her and sees the chalk door, and I'm sure she's very confused. She's like, what the fuck? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) So now Ophelia's in the labyrinth. The captain goes in after her, and I'm stressed out. Yeah. We watch him chase her for a while, and then she gets to a dead end, but then the walls move to let her through, then Mm -hmm. close, and the captain ends up getting lost. Yep. Then the fawn comes out and he's like, hurry up, give me the baby. And then she's like, "Mm, hold on, why is there a dagger in your hands? And he's like, oh, right, I didn't tell you about this. We need to sacrifice an innocent's blood. And she's like, absolutely the fuck not. We need need that to open the portal. And he just downplays it like, oh, it's just a drop. And I was like, how innocent does the blood have to be? Is Ophelia not innocent too much? Like, has she seen too much? Like, what? Hello? She says no. He flips out that she's disobeying him again. Yeah, he's like, you said you would obey me. Now give me that bread. You would give up your rights for a bread that you barely even know. Come down. It's like that meme where the person says that their best friend canceled their plans because they had a baby. And they're like, okay, you've known me 13 years and the baby a day. I'm going to say that to you when you have a baby. I'm like, oh, you're giving birth? Wow. Okay. We had this plan, though. I was like, um, you knew we had plans this day. And why? so why would you give birth? Wow. So then she's like, uh yeah i'm gonna give up my throne yeah and he's like fine so then he disappears into nothing and then just then the captain shows up behind her and he just like he walks up very calm grabs her by the shoulder he 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 shows up to where she is and i feel like he shouldn't have been able to find that area so easy yeah and he does not see the fawn but sees ophelia talking to air yeah and they yeah the captain just goes right up to her he turns her right around grabs the baby out of her and then he walks away, and then he shoots her. Shoots her? 
Why? I did not expect that. Right. Same. Yeah. So now she's bleeding out on the entrance to the stairs. And I'm like, excuse me? You shot shot a child? Oh, my God. Like, not even to justify any of it, but at least the, the farmers were adults. Yeah. Right? And they might have posed a threat to you. I see that. But a child? Yeah. No incredible the captain gets to the exit of the labyrinth with the baby and a bunch of enemy soldiers are lined up outside yep everybody with mercedes yeah he gives the baby to mercedes looks at his watch he tells them to tell something to his son and mercedes is like no nope you know he won't know anything about you and they shoot him dead i love that so much good he just shouldn't get shit he shouldn't yeah his his wishes should not be respected absolutely not you know you want (laughs) to be a shitty person you you don't get it (laughs) tell him when i die shut up yeah shut up no so then they go inside uh into the labyrinth they find ophelia's body on the ground and now mercedes goes running over to her she's crying over her ophelia's hand is over the stair so her blood is like dripping into the labyrinth and i was like oh her blood yeah like we zoom in on her hand yeah and Mercedes starts to sing her lullaby to Ophelia again. And we see a bright yellow light shine. And there's a voice calling his daughter, Ophelia, to come to him. Arise, my daughter. And she's now in a throne room. She meets the king. The king tells her she spilled her own blood instead of the blood of an innocent. So she completed her third task. The most important one. Yeah. We meet the queen. We see the fawn. But then we go back to Ophelia dying in the mortal world. And Mercedes cries over her body. And we get a voiceover saying that the princess returned to her kingdom and ruled for many centuries and left little pieces of herself in the mortal world. Ah. Uh, wow. End of movie. What a great movie. Oh, also, like, she left pieces of herself and, like, they were only there for the people who knew where to look. Yeah. That kind of thing. Who yeah. knows where to look, though? I don't know. How would you know? I, I'm so blown away by this one. Such a good movie. Like, this movie also, was so good. The end title card says El Labyrinto de Fauno, with my very American accent, but also, <laughs> like, the labyrinth of the fawn. Yeah. Why did we call it Pan's Labyrinth, then? Because a Pan is a is the fawn god. Pan oh, okay. is the Greek god of... Fawns? Fawns, I guess. Or so, like, he... shepherds and stuff, and oh. he's the shape of a fawn. That just... That's... That <laughs> felt very, like, you know how we made Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone instead of the Philosopher's Stone? It felt like one of those like unneeded title changes or like translations. <laughs> yeah. Like we could have called it the Fawn's Labyrinth as well. Yeah. But I mean, they're essentially the same that one, word. This one makes more, it's it's closer. Yeah. But it was one of those like in the moment I was like, why did, why did we change the name? What was the point? Gotta Google what a pan is. I didn't Google it. <laughs> you have to Google what a pan is. I was busy Googling who Ophelia was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was a lot I didn't know about this movie. <laughs> but that was amazing. Yes. I hated that Ophelia died. Me t- I did not expect that. I don't... Why she? Why did you have to kill the main character? That I, made me sad. I mean, as long as, like... it was, She was good. She what, did end up good, you know? I mean, yeah. As long as it's, like, her soul is in the underworld where she belongs. Safe, yeah. Yeah. Then, I was, I'm still sad about it, though. Yeah. Also, the first movie, maybe, I think, that I've ever seen people double tap, which I respect a lot. Yeah. And just for that alone, it gets five stars, I think. <laughs> i was gonna say in, in zombie land don't they t- double they tap? do it's the only movie besides zombie land where they do that okay because zombie land like makes it a thing that they do double tap yes but again like only movie besides that. and zombie land came out after this movie so these two movies are the only ones that i know of that double tap wow and i respect that yeah also the only thing that i didn't like about the movie was that the fawn just went zero to 100 so much in yelling at her <laughs> he's been waiting for forever yeah but that it's the whole thing like he was super nice to her when she went to the underworld so it was like the whole i was i was mean like that to you to test you 
Like, that's bullshit. That's that same thing, like, when Snape was an asshole to Harry his whole life because he was protecting him. Like, no, you got upset because you were so jazzed up about her coming back home. Right, exactly. You're expecting so much from this child. Yeah. Also, if you wanted to test a child, you can do it any other way. Yeah. You didn't have to scream at her, you know? (laughs) And then it also just reminded me of that Twitter dad who didn't let his daughter eat for six hours because he never taught her how to use a can opener. (laughs) You know that guy? Yeah. Like, there are way better ways to just teach a child, I think. Oh, for sure. You know, not to get too like PC about child abuse or whatever, but like you can teach your child better. You don't have to scream at it all the time. <laughs> scream at it. Yeah. <laughs> just some, just some me thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. What do I know? I'm not a parent yet. <laughs> what about you? What did you think? I I really liked this movie. I was very surprised by a lot of it. I thought it was going to be more of like the fantasy world. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be in the labyrinth. Yes, the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. And, and doing tests. and. I didn't even think about tests. I was just like, there's a labyrinth. It's a maze. I don't know. He was like, here, you're doing three tasks. I was like, okay, cool. She's going to like open a door and like continue through the labyrinth. And they were like, and then she like goes back to the house. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I didn't expect it to be... Um, like a wartime movie. That too. I did not expect war. I didn't expect it to be as graphic. Yeah. And also just the intercutting of the scenes, like the way that they jumped from Mercedes story to Ophelia's. I like that a lot. Yeah. That was very well balanced of yes. a movie, I think. Yeah. Mercedes, top tier character. She was so good. Up there. I'm going to have to like make a list of like my favorite characters now because she's definitely up there. Yeah. Amazing. I liked her a, lot. a new hero. <laughs> I wonder how she's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> But that is that it? I think, so I have this one thought that I guess I'm going to say here because I've already started thinking it. And I know you're not going to love it, but I do have to say it. Okay. I just want to see, I'm, I'm sure there's a better way for me to say it. I don't know the correct adjectives to describe it. But now I'm thinking, like after watching this, in the beginning actually, I was like, style wise, it seems like Tim Burton is almost like the coward version of Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> not to say that Tim Burton is bad but to say that like they're both similar levels of like the quirky creepy kind of look yeah but guillermo seems unafraid to go there yeah you know like to do like the thing the graphic thing but that's probably why he's like but i also bet you like he probably looks up to to tim Burton. i don't know who's older i think tim Burton's older who knows but i mean you can but, look up to someone and still upstage them that's true that's true <laughs> but um that that's just my thought on the two directors as as in comparison yeah <laughs> but yeah. again i know you love tim burton so I, i'm not calling him a coward I i'm like just both saying of that them. he's a little he's a little cleaner maybe than yeah. guillermo i like both of them they're both fun they're yeah. both very stylized they both have their like you know when you're watching either of their movies yes which is very cool <laughs> that's just how I, that's the only in the beginning like the first half of the movie that's the only way that i could like i don't know why, identify their the styles yeah i didn't expect you to be like oh i'm comparing directors i thought you were gonna say something way worse about the movie and oh I was, no like bracing myself hey yeah no i believe in fascism <laughs> <laughs> hey you know the cabin actually made some good points yeah <laughs> no. that's sarcasm in case anyone yeah, 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 yeah. no i don't believe that no 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 no. <laughs> no that no yeah i was comparing directors not actual oh, okay. um beliefs in the morals of this movie i was like what are you about to say now no no no, no, no. i was like you're really stolen on this yeah. point <laughs> no that that's the it that's the end of my thoughts on this movie okay yeah, yeah. i liked this movie i liked this movie a lot me too <laughs> i would watch it again yeah and maybe um pay better attention oh for sure maybe like look up what a fawn is and then watch it again <laughs> yeah is the fawn not a deer am i mixing up with something else yeah, i think you are i'm pretty sure a fawn is a deer <laughs> I know a doe is a deer. Yeah. I thought a fawn was like a baby deer. Either way, we're getting ripped up. That's the end of the movie. Yep. Uh, Thank you for listening to us. 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, I hope that your mental state is okay through the um, the breach of the Capitol. Yeah. Because we are, whew, there's a lot to happen now. And, uh, you know, if your friends, if you need to dissociate, disassociate from the real world for just an <laughs> hour, if your friends need to, you know, tell, listen to us. Yeah. Uh, after fine. this episode, we'll just stop talking about real world things and we'll just, you know, be in this escaped world for just a, just an hour. Yeah. You know, a little <laughs> more sometimes, a little less sometimes. We'll try. Uh, and with that, you know, just find your coping mechanisms yes tell your friends to listen to us i said that already thank you for listening to us yeah follow us on the social medias on the facebooks the instagrams the twitters the youtubes yeah at chowdy media where can they get a theme song with uh jessica damari <laughs> the amazing composer jessica damari and with that bye, bye.